Alright, that's okay. it. That's our entrance song, because we'll probably get fined for that. Alright, that's fine, no. Uh, welcome to the Killer Bees podcast. I'm the most important one, your host, Brandon Carvello. Uh, my other hosts, John Chukas and Ian Cochran, are here. What? Uh, my other host, Sean Cody, is here. And then my other, uh, my co-host, Bobby Devins, here. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Talking every <clears throat> NFL Week Ten game this Sunday and Monday, and I guess Thursday. Uh, up first, five and three Indianapolis Colts going to the six and two Tennessee Titans minus one over under forty eight and a half. The Titans haven't really looked good the past two games, but I think they get back on track here against the divisional rival. Give me Tennessee minus one. Um, can't hear Chuke. Chuke, Bobby, Ian, me. Yep. No. 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 I can't hear him. Wicked quiet. The reason that Brandon said no. No. You're still quiet. What? Go get Carrie's laptop. You're up. Next. Okay, so I'm actually going to go against Brandon on this one. I like Indy, pick them, or plus one, whatever they are here. I think Tennessee has really kind of hit in a low spot in their season over the past three games after they lost to Pittsburgh. In a little bit of a heartbreaker, they haven't really been putting up the same numbers offensively. Uh, between Tannehill and Henry, neither of them have been producing the way that they were for the first four or five games, so... Definitely going to take Indy. Pick him here. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I'm with Bob here. Tennessee hasn't been looking good, like Brandon said. I think Indy's defense is one of the better defenses in the league. Uh, I think their defense here takes this game. And I'm going to take Indy. The last I saw was plus two, but I don't know if it went down since then. Yeah, Bobby can't read. It's it's plus Colts plus two. Um, I had minus one. It was yeah, Tennessee yeah. minus one. I I've t- so I'm taking the Titans minus two. Um, this kind of like a who's the real deal game. Um, the Colts I see pick them. The Colts don't really have any offensive weapons. I mean, they had T. Y. Hilton. That guy's just disappeared. Uh, the Titans don't have a pass rush, especially on third down, but I'm thinking with kind of the Colts not having any weapons on offense, they might be able to get some coverage sacks on third down and, you know, division game, you know how division games go. I'm on the under. And prime time. Uh, so I'm going with the, uh, Tennessee Titans minus one here. Um, Derrick Henry's going to have a breakout game against um, a shitty uh, Colts team, and I think the Titans are going to win by a lot of points. Titans minus one. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Thank you. All those other points are pretty bad, other than Ian's. <laughs> 
two and six Sunday, ten a.m. Two and six Washington football team <laughs> <laughs> going to the three and five Detroit Lions minus three and a half over under forty six and a half. I didn't do much research on this game because I don't really care about it, but I'll just take Washington here. Fuck Detroit. They, they ran like, I don't know how many defensive plays with only 10 yeah. players on the field. <laughs> Fuck that team. That actually Washington. happened? Yeah. Detroit, like, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, Detroit is in shambles. <laughs> I don't know what the hell their deal is. Uh, tr- teams traveling to Detroit with Matt Patricia as the coach are 12 and six against the spread. And I'm going to take Washington to fill that void here. Plus three and a half. I actually like Detroit in this one. I think Especially that 10 players on the field. Yeah. Well, no, I think, I think they're going to, they, they got to get their shit together this week. I mean, they only lost by 14 last week and they ran multiple <laughs> plays with down a man. Uh, who would they get a red card? No, uh, I actually do like Detroit minus four and a half here. I have this issue where I just can't fade Matt Stafford. So Detroit minus four and a half. Yeah, I do we we don't know if Stafford's playing or not, right? With his conky. As of right now, no. He's got that big square head it's questionable. Your jaw, he'll be back. He's always back. He'll probably just be playing cross eyed and we're in 50 yards and three touchdowns. If he's back, I really like Detroit. Galladay's back for them this week. Alex Smith didn't look bad, but he threw three interceptions. Uh, the home team in this matchup is 4-1 and one against the spread. Detroit is the home team. I liked them in the first place, so that gives me even more incentive to take them. And all she wrote as far as I'm concerned in this game. I couldn't even find an over-under, so I'll take Detroit. Minus yeah, I couldn't either. So 46 and a half. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. No, I did. Over. Uh, I'm going with the Washington football team. Um, I'm not going to say the R word because that's something not on this podcast. Um, Washington football team plus three and a half. I think Alex Smith um, has a lot to prove this week. And I just don't think Detroit is any good. Uh, they picked up Mohamed Sanu, or they traded for Mohamed Sanu, and he's not very good. So that means they're desperate for receivers. They're not throwing the ball. Stafford's up in the air. Washington football team's going to take this football game. Excellent point again, Sean. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Three, four, and one Philadelphia Eagles going to the two and seven New York football Giants plus three and a half over under 44 and a half. The Giants should have won the uh, first game they played. Definitely covered it uh, plus five. They lost by one. I'm expecting them to cover again. I can't, I don't want to fade the home division dog. So G men plus three and a half. Also taking Giants plus three and a half here. Home division dog. Like Brandon said, they could have easily won the game uh, a few weeks ago against the Eagles. Daniel Jones has been having some of the Teddy Bridgewater effect. He just covers as a dog. I think they're five of their last five covering as a dog. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to take 
Giants to cover here again, plus three and a half. Yeah, I'm fading you guys again. <laughs> I like the Eagles minus three and a half. I think that the Giants can, for whatever reason, only beat the Washington football team this year. This will probably be their only two wins of the year. And I think three and a half is just a small enough spread that you, you kind of have to take the Eagles if you think they're going to win. I'm pretty sure Daniel Jones has only beaten one other NFL team other than the artist formerly known as the R-Words. Um, I'm riding my birds here. Philly guy. Love my Philly people. Stand up, Philly people! Uh, yeah, but love them. It's got, this line's, I have it at three. I think it's got to move to three and a half. Five straight covers for the road team in this matchup. But Jeffrey and Sanders are back this week. Gimme Philly. Carson Wentz. Let let Carson cook. Ever heard of it? It's trending on Twitter, which I have. And we're going with another divisional under. There's a there's a famous saying if you ain't flying, you lying. My boy Mosey said that. Shout out Mosey not being here tonight. Uh, if you ain't going, you ain't mulling. So we're going with the Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia, minus three and a half. They're turning the corner. They're starting to show some promise. Carson Wentz getting the back under him. I think we're going to see a big, big win out of Philadelphia this week. One of those uh, morale boost wins like we talk about in the Longest Yard movie. I think this is just going to be a blowout. And this is going to set the Eagles up for the playoffs. Yeah, great points, by There, it's going to be awesome to watch another NFC East duel. I can't wait. <laughs> One and seven, Jacksonville Jaguars going to the six and two, Green Bay Packers minus thirteen over under fifty and a half. I said it last week, Jake Lutton, Jake <laughs> Luton, he's fucking tall. He can fucking sling the thing. <laughs> Give me the Jags, baby. I will not be fading Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. Jacksonville stinks. Aaron Rodgers is still on his fuck you tour this year. Uh, Give me Green Bay and the points. Yeah, this is a weird game. I think that Jacksonville stinks. I think Green Bay is playing some really good football right now. But 13 is a little bit too much to lay in an NFL game for me, unless it's a really, really lopsided matchup, like the Chiefs and the Jets or something like that. So I'm actually going to have to go plus 13 here. I think they'll they'll keep this one very close at Lambeau. Um, historically in the NFL, all tall quarterbacks are bad. There's never been a good quarterback ever. Me, a prime example. <laughs> Green Bay. Jacksonville's three and five against the spread. Green Bay is six and two against the spread. Both teams are five and three in favor of the over. Give me Green Bay in the over. Um, so I didn't take Kansas City when they were fourteen and a half point favorites over the uh Jets. I wish I had. Um so 
In light of that, I'm still going to take the Jaguars plus 13. Because <laughs> um, I agree with Bobby, 14 points is a lot in a football game. Yeah, that number in the Jets game was actually like 19 and a half. 19 and a half, half. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever it was, 21 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> six and three, Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the three and six. Carolina Panthers plus five. (laughs) Over under 50 and a half. I originally liked Tampa Bay. I thought mine should be eight, but divisional home dog that gets three points. The number was right on the money. Uh, So I'm leaning Carolina. You know, Brady going to be coming out, trying to sling it after getting embarrassed in New Orleans, but. Or, I don't know, it was in Tampa, but against New Orleans. But Teddy Bridgewater as a dog, absolute sharp play, Carolina plus five. Yep. Our guy, Teddy B, the guy just covers like there's no tomorrow as a dog. Home division dog, give me Carolina and give me the points. Yeah, I'm with you guys here too. Home division dog and Tom Brady looks like dog shit. The other night, yeah, fuck. He absolutely sucked. I'm so glad he's not on the Patriots anymore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Carolina plus five and a half. I love. I wish it was. I I can't believe it's not closer to pick them. I I think they're gonna they're gonna play them really tough here. They may even win outright. So Carolina plus five and a half. You guys are silly. You know that (laughs) really, really silly. This line screams recency bias. Teddy Bridgewater only covers spreads that are like 10 points or more because he stinks. That team's you know, like 31 of those spreads. <laughs> no Christian McCaffrey. Bounce back game for the Bucks. Gimme Tampa Bay. Lock it up. I'll see you later in the show. <laughs> um. Uh, Alexa Bud Light. Uh, I agree with Brandon or what Brandon was saying earlier, how I don't agree that this spread should only be five. Um, People forget Brady has an immaculate record coming off a loss. Um, I don't think he's going to lose this game. I don't even think he's going to, like, remotely look bad in this game. I think he's going to throw like 500 yards, seven touchdowns, and just absolutely light it up. Uh, so I think I'll be taking a Bucks alternate line on this game. Um, and Teddy Bridgewater's a bum. All right, turn the page of my notes. That means it's time for a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Thank you for not paying us and just getting us addicted to this shit. Uh, please give us money if you ever hear this. <laughs> Thank you. We plug them every week. We got to get something. Yeah, exactly. They'll probably send us like Zen t-shirts. <laughs> It'll be sick. Be sick. <laughs> Two and six Houston Texans going to the five and three Cleveland Brownies. Minus three over under 50 and a half. The Texans. Wait, two yards for you. 
What? Can I can I do yours for you? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going with my brownies. Minus three and a half. Baker Mayfield's sick, and Houston sucks. Brandon's picking the brownies minus three and a half. Yep, I'm taking the Browns. The Texans have only beat the Jags this year. Why this spread is only three is beyond me. Cleveland Browns minus ten and a half. Hmm. Same boat as Brandon. I don't know why this line's so low. Cleveland's coming off the bye. I know they don't have OBJ anymore. Getting Nick Chubb but back. I was going to say, they think they're getting Chubb back. And I don't think Houston can really keep up with this, especially with Cleveland's defense. I think they win by a lot more than three. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I like Cleveland minus three here. I think Houston, Houston absolutely stinks. They burned me bad last week. Um They've only been able to beat Jacksonville, like Brandon said. Both teams do score a lot of points, though, so I do like the over 49 in this game, but Cleveland minus three for sure. There's a little thing that uh, people talk about. It's called addition by subtraction. No more of that fluffy, blonde-headed fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That guy is bad. He's bad for football. He's bad for that team. This line's going to move to three and a half. It didn't already. The Browns are 4-0 against the spread at home versus sub-500 teams. And Houston is 4-0 for the over as road dogs. Therefore, I agree with everything Bobby said. Give me Cleveland in the over. And I really like agreeing with Bobby instead of John because John is a fucking idiot. No, I just had the same pick. So you're a fucking idiot. Uh, Houston in the I, under. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I just have Texans plus three and a half, and that's all. I'll leave it at. <laughs> all right, on to the one o'clock games. Good split up between the two time games. It was mm-hmm. a six four. Yeah, it's a lot of four o'clock games. or one o'clock. Games? Uh, one o'clock Pacific time. <laughs> Three and five, Denver Broncos going to the five and three, Las Vegas Raiders minus five over under fifty one. Denver money line. That's it. I also like Denver here. Again, sticking with the division dog here. Vegas, I just I can't find myself betting on them. I can't get myself to bet on them. They're so up and down. I think Denver's defense keeps this game definitely keeps this game close, but I I might even sprinkle some money line here in Vegas. I'm gonna fade you guys on that one. I like Vegas minus. Is it five the spread? Yeah, I like Vegas minus five. Denver has not really been able to beat any good teams this year. I mean, they did beat the the Patriots and the Chargers, but. All those teams are under 500. So, based on that, I don't even think they'll be able to keep... What you just said. Huh? Based off what you said, they still haven't beaten any good teams. Yeah, exactly. No good teams. And can the Chargers stink? Yeah. So, based on that, I think the five-point spread is small enough that I'll I'll take... Well, they're above 500, no? Well, yeah. All right, so... I think Vegas minus five is a good pick until, you know, the, the spread gets over a touchdown. But I think for the fact that it's only five, 
think you got to hammer Vegas. Drew Locke is an absolute machine in the second half. This game has backdoor cover written all over it. Second half, buddy. Fourth quarter. Second half, fourth quarter. Same thing. It's like basketball. Only the the first and fourth quarter matters. <laughs> uh, the over is 4-0 and for Denver after an ATS loss. They're 5-1 <laughs> and one with their overs. After a straight-up loss. Las Vegas is 4-0 against the spread against the AFC West, which goes against what I'm going to pick. But they're 14-29 and as a home favorite. So, not good as a home favorite. Probably not going to cover. And Denver is 6-0 against the spread, falling in against the spread loss. Give me Denver and the over. Drew Locke is going to be cooking it up in the second half. Parentheses, fourth quarter. Love a backdoor here. Uh, <clears throat> so I have the Raiders minus four and a half. Um, I I like what Gruden's doing down there in uh, Brandon's hometown. They show promise every week. And to be truthful, I just don't think Denver's that good. I want, so I want Drew Locke to be my next guy. Like, so I have certain guys. And I want Drew Locke to be that guy. You're going to keep like Stidham. Huh? You're gonna kill him like you did Stidham. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You gotta, you gotta perform. You're my guy until you don't perform, and Stidham just isn't performing. He's playing like dog shit. So that's why I'm saying Drew Locke has to earn my respect to be my guy because I made that mistake in the past. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I just owned it right there and owned you at the same time. Um, so Raiders minus four and a half, five, whatever the line is. Am I still your guy? Is Heather right there? <laughs> All right, next game. Two <laughs> six. Los Angeles Chargers taking on the five and three Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> minus two and a half, over under forty eight. Second quarterback drafted versus third quarterback drafted this year. Obviously, Justin Herbert being the second quarterback drafted. Um, that won us a lot of money when we bet that. Fuck the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, here's my weekly plea to fire Anthony Lynn. That guy fucking sucks. But, yeah, give me Miami minus two and a half. I can't find... A reason to say that Miami is not legit. Their defense performs every week. I I know they let up a lot of points against Arizona last week, but they're a good offensive team. I don't trust the Chargers anymore. I I keep trying to take them, trying to put faith in my guy Herbert, second quarterback drafted. But I can't not take Miami minus two and a half here. Chargers just find ways to lose the game every week. Yeah, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I do have to actually go with the Chargers plus two and a half. I really have no idea what's going to happen in this game. And the Chargers will probably find a way to lose this game, but still cover two and a half. I can see Chargers losing by a point or two. So, 
Got to go with Chargers plus two and a half. They, they're due for a bounce back here. Bobby's, Brian's, guys. I mean, this is basically a home game for the Chargers. It's four o'clock in a nice area. And the thing about this game is both these coaches are absolute idiots. Yeah. Look at these two coaches. They're not smart coaches. They don't have what it takes to take a team on a playoff run or anything like that. And therefore, I'm going with the Chargers because this is a Herbert revenge game. Chargers minus two and a half and the over. Uh, I disagree with... Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop fucking laughing. Stop fucking laughing over there. Hee-ho. I disagree with John. Um, I think the Dolphins have given us plenty of reasons why they're not a legit team. Um, one, they took out Fitzpatrick for that other bum, which he was up 2-0. He threw like eight passes one game. <coughs> I kind of won that game. It's a fraudulent 2-0. Um, and I think the, Anthony Lynn's a great coach. I don't think he should have. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, Chargers plus two and a half, Chargers money line, Chargers alternate spread minus five. I'm all over the Chargers. Really bad point there, Sean. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, seven and two, Buffalo Bills. Going to the five and three Arizona Cardinals minus two over under fifty six. This guy, I think this spreads right on the money. Yeah, I'm leaning Buffalo after that win over Seattle. Um, Ian and Chuka picking Arizona, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Next game, my guys in Arizona can't bet against them. They fucked me last week. They owe me one here. I think this is going to be another shootout, sim- very similar game to the Seattle Buffalo game. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a very similar game to the Seattle Buffalo game last week. Uh, this is going to be the o- only over-under that I take this week. Give me Arizona. Give me the over. I couldn't disagree more with Chuke. I like Buffalo in the under here. Uh, Buffalo has been rolling. Their only two losses this year have been against Tennessee and Kansas City, who are both very legitimate teams. I could honestly see Buffalo out or maybe only losing one more game for the rest of the year. And Arizona was less than impressive last week. So just based on that alone, the fact that Buffalo's a dog, I think you got to take him plus two. And I also like the under. I'm on the Bills. Suck it, Brandon. Circle in the wagons. Let's go. <laughs> is um, I feel like this is similar to like the Colts-Titans game. This is kind of like, obviously it's not a divisional matchup. It's two different conferences, but it's kind of like who's the real deal. Both these teams are kind of in limbo. Cards with seven three and one against the spread, and the Bills are seven one and one against the spread in November in their last nine. Uh, the Cardinals are eleven and five against the spread after giving up thirty points. 
but I'm still going the Bills here. I think the Bills are a more well-rounded team than the Cardinals are. I, I just I don't get the Cardinals. I just I don't, I don't get them. Mm. They're all over the board. Give me Buffalo plus two, and I'm I'm using the Carvello brain strategy where if you just see a big number, you take the over here. Mm-hmm. Over fifty six. Hit, hit hit last week. <laughs> And I'll talk about this game later, more in the show. Fuck this guy. Uh, okay, we'll take the Bills plus two and a half this week. Um, I'm not voting for anything Arizona because Arizona didn't vote for me. Um, <laughs> this is a very politically charged pick. Uh, this is this is for Donnie. Uh, this is a revenge game. Um, Buffalo plus two and a half. Lock it up. <laughs> two and five. Cincinnati Bengals going to the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Minus seven is what I've seen over under 46 and a half. I didn't look too much into this game because I don't know if that's even the real number or what it's going to be. But I'd take Pittsburgh. Up to nine. That's it. Division dogs again. Gonna take Cincinnati to cover here. Coming off the bye. Borrow. This looks good. I don't know what Pittsburgh what happened to Pittsburgh last week. I don't know what Big Ben's deal is, if he's playing or not this week. But I like Cincinnati as a division dog to cover here. Yep, me too. I like Cincy plus seven a lot. I think the whole divisional dog thing is going to come into effect. They also have only lost one game all year by more than seven points. They've been a covering machine. I mean, they they, they always find these ways to keep these games close at the last minute. And something's got to give in Pittsburgh. They have been definitely declining over the past few weeks against a shit-ass Cowboys team last week. They barely won that game. So I really, really like Cincy plus seven, if that ends up being the line. Buddy. Linda, listen. Pittsburgh just beat Baltimore by four. You're telling me Baltimore is only three and a half points better than Cincinnati? I'm asking you a question, Bob. I can't see you. I'm asking you a question. I'm talking to you. Well, I mean, no, I'm not saying that necessarily. Well, then. <laughs> Both teams are 6-2 and two against the spread. AFC North Unders, divisional rivalry. Give me the under. Stop taking pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> Is he saying anything? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Playing uh Clash of Clans. <laughs> um This is a toss up because I don't know what Big Ben's doing. Uh I've been on Steelers uh every week this year. Um and they've played well. 
I want to say Steelers minus seven. I think if Ben is confirmed, the line is going to jump to 10. So if you can get it, get it now. Um, and that's kind of my thoughts on that game. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be much of a game to be truthful. Okay, turning the page here, which means another word from our sponsors. Um, this one, the Action Network for not paying us, but me paying them sometimes, um, giving us all these lines. We have all different lines, so that's sick. But yeah, thank you, Action Network. Six and two Seattle Seahawks taking on the five and three Los Angeles Rams. Minus one and a half, over under 55 and a half. Seattle as a dog is so tasty, dude. I just want to lick it. (laughs) But I'm riding the home team in this divisional match. Seattle's defense has been awful. Uh, The Rams should have beat the Bills. The Bills beat the Seahawks. Give me the Rams minus one and a half. I think this is a recency bias line for Seattle. Rams, I know they're coming off the bye, off a terrible loss to Miami. But Wilson, 24-12 and 12 against the spread off a loss. 23-9 and nine against the spread as a dog. I just, I can't not take Seattle as a dog. And so give me Seattle plus one and a half. Give me Seattle money line. Yeah. I'm actually going to agree with Chuk on this one for once. I think that both teams are coming off a little bit of, or looking forward to a little bit of bounce back weeks. However, the Rams seem so fraudulent. <laughs> and Seattle just doesn't. I mean, they've lost a couple of games to pretty good teams and been fairly close games. I mean, last week was a little bit sketch, but I really, really, really like Seattle plus one and a half here surprised that they're even dogs and got to ride the divisional dog even if it's only a point and a half. Seattle, 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 Seattle. Um, Seattle has covered the last four out of five in this matchup. Uh, three of the times were as dogs. Uh, the last time the Rams covered this matchup as a favorite was 2011, and they weren't even a favorite. It was Pick'em. So give me Seattle. Um, I have no preference on the over or under here. So just give me Seattle, and we'll talk about Seattle later in the show. Uh, I'm actually shocked that Bobby went with Seattle. Oh, um, Seattle! So has, do. Seattle has fucked us every week. They owe us every week, and they never pay us. Um, so. Kind of like a certain UMass Lowell graduate who doesn't pay his debts. Uh, I'm going to cross them off my list. And I'm going to take the Rams minus one and a half, minus two, whatever that is. Um, Because fuck Russell Wilson. Fuck whoever Phil or whatever the fuck his name is. The head coach whose name is I'm not remembering. Pete Carroll. Yeah, Ciara, fuck Rainy. Yeah, Ciara. Fuck Star, bitch. Honestly, fuck Oregon. They're going to have to just fuck everything that has to do with that state and anyone involved with it. 
Little geography lesson. <laughs> Seattle is in Oregon. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Four and five, San Francisco 49ers. They should change their name to the 69ers. At the 62. <laughs> New Orleans Saints minus nine and a half over under 49. I was like debating between the, these two teams just like I was in that Seattle game. So I don't know. Don't bet on these two games if I tell you to. But I'm going to take <clears throat> New Orleans minus nine and a half. Uh, they should blow out this injury riddled 40 69ers team. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be the one game where I fade the divisional dog here. Uh, it's San not Francisco a, it's has... not a divisional matchup. Yeah, a little geography lesson. <laughs> oh, it's not your right? <laughs> San Francisco is way too injured. New Orleans looked very good last week against a very a much better Tampa Bay team. Give me New Orleans minus nine and a half. I think this is a pretty easy one. Who's who's playing quarterback for the Niners? Mullins? I think Out. it's still Mullins. Probably. Jesus. Yeah, I think this line opened at like six and a half and has already jumped to nine and a half. Yeah. At first I was like, ah, well, it's kind of a high spread, but I mean, Jesus, New Orleans should just bury them the way they've been playing versus the way that the Niners have been playing and will probably continue to play with Nick Mullins at the helm. Uh, definitely going to have to take New Orleans minus nine and a half here. Really like that play. Yeah, I'm all over New Orleans here. They haven't been doing that good against the spread. Five. San Fran's only four and five against the spread, but San Fran is not the same team they were with Jimmy G healthy. I think there's a lot of recency bias in this line, but also, I mean, I guess on both sides because San Fran just got mm. their kicked in and New Orleans just beat up on the Bucks. But that being said, I mean, San Fran is just not good. Um, Saints overs are, have, are seven and one in the year, but not against the Sa- San Fran. Like I always say, the Saints defense is good. You saw that against the Buccaneers. All the haters eat dirt. And I'm going to take the under in the Saints here. And we'll talk about this game potentially in the show. Um, so I just hit a bet uh, live on the pod. Uh, it was a plus money bet, too. I had how many times will a line be blamed on recency bias in the podcast <laughs> recording of two and a half? We've now hit three. Um, pussies. Uh, anyways, I wasn't too appalled with Bounty Gate, uh, so let's go Saints minus nine and a half. Brandon? What? Do you have the sound effect? No. Sean does. (laughs) (laughs) All the guys riding each other. Get out the bikes. Oh, fuck. Is this Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday yep. night. 
six and two Baltimore Ravens going to the three and five New England Patriots plus seven over under forty three and a half. New England is awful. They barely beat the Jets. Ravens are kind of bad. I mean, they're probably like the top five team in the NFL, but Lamar can't throw the ball. So if New England's awful pass defense can just contain Lamar, maybe they have a shot. Uh, I'm not risking it. I'm taking Baltimore minus seven on the road. I just I don't know what to bet for this game. I went back and forth between the two. Just New England, all they can do is run the ball, and Baltimore's run defense is top of the league. I just I don't think I can bet against Baltimore here. New England looks terrible. Baltimore minus seven. First time John's ever not picked the Patriots. I know. He was born. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to agree on this one, though. This line, first of all, I think is set in a really tough spot. I think if it moves a point in either direction, it, it may sway my decision a little bit. But I think Baltimore minus seven is a is the is the pick here. The Patriots clearly stink, and I mean they barely even edged out the Jets because I think the Jets wanted to lose that game. Baltimore has a lot more to play for than the Patriots right now, and I just really can't see the Patriots keeping this close. So, Baltimore minus seven. I don't see the Patriots keeping up with them in any way, shape, or form. I think the only way they cover this game is, like, what they did in Buffalo or, like, one of those sort of things that they did against the Seahawks where they kind of pull a drive out of their ass at the end of the game that they haven't really showed. I think seven, like Bobby said, if this – I mean, if this moves to, like – I'm taking this game as long as it's seven or less. Yep. So I'm gonna go Baltimore. Baltimore's uh, four and one, or four and four against the spread. Rather, Pats are three and five against the spread. I just don't think the Patriots are gonna be able to keep up with Baltimore. You know how Baltimore always plays very well when they're ahead. The Pats have sucked in the first half. Um, the overs have hit in the last two Patriots games, so I think I'm going to take the over here, too. I, I think... Oh, yeah, I like that. I think Baltimore's going to run yeah, it up a too. bit, and then the Patriots will kind of battle back, and I mean, I don't think they're going to cover seven points, but like I said, if they do, it's going to be backdoor. <laughs> uh... Ravens minus seven. I'm also going to bet against the Patriots for the first time my entire life. Um, We're not good this year. Uh, I'm not scared to admit it. Um, Lamar Jackson's going to take a big dump on our chest like he did last year. Um, So Baltimore minus seven. What was the over? 43 and a half. Yeah. You can take that, too, because they're going to put up, like, 45. Yeah. Who's clapping cheeks, dude? Probably you. <laughs> I wish, brother. <laughs> hey, you guys want to go to the Brothers Burgers this weekend? Oh, yeah. Get okay, the Brodeo sure. Burger. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, Monday night. Game three and five, Minnesota Vikings going to the five and four. <laughs> Chicago Bears plus two and a half 
over under 44. Three words, home divisional dog. Chicago plus two and a half. Home divisional dog. Alex Chicago here. All Minnesota can do is run the ball. They beat up on teams when they can run the ball, when Dalvin Cook has like 250 yards. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll be able to do that against just this Chicago defense. I will take Chicago plus two and a half. Yep, I'm riding that one too. Home divisional dog, same idea. I think there's definitely a little bit of overvalue on the Vikings in this game, just based on the way that they've played since they got Dalvin Cook back in the past two weeks. Yeah, a little obviously they bias. Can, well, I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> that, is what, that is what it is. Yeah. Uh, no, no, they it beat is, up though. pretty good on Green Bay and Detroit, and I don't see that trend continuing against Chicago. I think Chicago is going to step up and really try to make a run at this division right now. It's like it's it's pretty wide open. So Chicago plus two and a half. Yep. I'm riding the boys. Chicago plus two and a half. It's probably going to move to three, which yep. helps Chicago even more. Minnesota's five and three against the spread. Chicago's five and four. Minnesota's overs are six and one. But I just don't think they're going to be able to move the ball. It's Kirk Cousins in prime time. It's past his bedtime. He's going to want to go to bed night-night. Someone's going to put him to bed. And then God knows who they're – was Brad Johnson their backup quarterback? Listen, man, I'll tell you one thing about Brad Johnson, all right? He was the quarterback back for me in Tampa Bay. I'll tell you, man, that guy had the mechanics like you've never seen before. A lot of mechanics similar to that Tom Brady or David Carr. I'll tell you, Brad Johnson, he was the hell of a quarterback. Uh, I'm not going to do the sound. Oh, no, I am going to do the sound. Hold on. <laughs> Um, Minnesota, they've been hot of, of late or as late or however that expression goes. Um, I still think they're fucking frauds. Um, Big Dick Nick's coming around. Chicago minus three. Where is this game? It's in Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah. Even better. Soldier Field. Uh, Barstool Big Cat. Um, Wrigley Cubs. Uh, Nathan's hot dogs, Coney the Island. Bean. Let's go, Chicago. The giant bean. Shmee. Shmee's helicopter. Shmee's blown up helicopter. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to also sprinkle a little on the money line. I already did. I started a parlay with Chicago money line. Open <clears throat> parlay? Yeah, open part. Yeah, I've never had then... one where I've actually had to fill it yet. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, move on to our locks before Teasers. we get back to the tease my butthole segment. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, my locks are Cleveland minus three, Miami, whatever that spread was, and Chicago plus two and a half. So have Cleveland and Miami, and I'm going to add Green Bay minus 13. Dumb. I have four locks this week. Oh. I got Carolina plus five and a half. Oh, yeah, that. I want that, too, as a lock. <laughs> Write it down. Uh, <laughs> Vegas minus five. 
Saints minus nine and a half, and Chicago plus two and a half. I have Tampa Bay and the over under of 51 in Houston, Cleveland. That's it. Just two. You didn't. Is it the over or the under? The over. Okay, you said the <laughs> over under of 51. <laughs> Keeping it up. Uh, I think. Fries are done. <laughs> no, that was uh, Mosey texting his degenerate special of the week. Nah. Um, I like the Bucks minus five. I like the Bills money line, and that's about all I like for locks this week. All right, <clears throat> on to a special segment for all you special listeners. Tease my butthole. <laughs> Tease my butthole segment with Ian Cochran. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gents. Everyone's favorite part of the show, except Brandon's, because he, he's an idiot and likes paying the bookie every week. <coughs> 1 p.m., we have Green Bay minus four. Bay plus four in the over 42, Houston and Cleveland. 4 p.m. We have Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Chargers plus 11 and a half in Seattle plus 10 and a half. Sunday night, we have Baltimore minus one and over 37 and a half. And then we have an extra two team parlay, which is Seattle plus seven and a half and the Chargers plus eight and a half. Jeez. All right, I have an NFC East teaser. Washington plus nine and a half. Giants plus nine and a half for the one o'clock games. I'm going to do a three-team teaser. Carolina plus 14 and a half. New Orleans minus a half. And Seattle plus 10 and a half. And then I'm going to do a little Sunday night into Monday night teaser. Two-team teaser, Baltimore minus one, Chicago plus eight and a half. I like those. The same. Those are good. I just have two. Those are my... Thank you guys for telling them. (laughs) I just have two. Chargers and Bills, four o'clock. And then Seattle also, four o'clock with um, a Monday night game, the Bears. So that would be Seattle plus seven and a half, Bears plus eight and a half. Um, that's Ian. He started it. Oh, he did. Sorry. I was like, I think it's me. Um, <clears throat> Bucks plus one, and the Texans plus nine and a half is one. And then I got a three team, 10 point for your ass. We got the Washington football team plus 13 and a half. The Jacksonville Jaguars plus 23 and a half. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills plus 12 and a half. I love that. I, I think I'm going to do that. I, I'm pretty sure that one's guaranteed money. <laughs> All right. We can. You have Mosey's. Uh... Oh, yeah. Hold on. Or you can give oh, all your oh, Saturday special first. 
No, Mosey's going to say this one himself. <laughs> Are they ringing? Yeah. Alright. He's probably in bed with Jen. Hello? Mosey. What's up? You're on with the Mosey's Degenerate Special of the Week. <laughs> Hello, what's going on, everyone? Hi, Tom. So, so we got League One Soccer Saturday morning. The League One is the second division of the Premier League. We got a parlay of Peterborough United and Hull City. And that's Tom with the Degenerate Special of the Week. League Thank One. Thank you. Hull City and Peterborough United parlay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Are we moving to my segment? Yep. Okay. Hold, please. <laughs> All right, everybody. Oh, wow. Here we Saturday. go. It's 4 o'clock. Who are we betting on? West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountain. And on the river. <laughs> West Virginia, <laughs> we got a big game in West Virginia. West Virginia, TCU Horn Frogs. West Virginia minus three at home. West Virginia's been playing very, very good football this year. The Horn Frogs have also been playing half decent football, but I, you know, I just like the West Virginia program a little bit more. I know I'm usually, you know, looking for the the big spread games, but you know what? This week. In college football, there's not many. There's not many big spreads. I think the biggest one I've seen is 27 and a half. That's East Carolina at Cincinnati. I didn't love it. So that's why I'm riding with John Denver in the country roads of West Virginia. Minus three this week. Awesome. I like it. Me too. Did you hear how perfect I set that up? You did. You were like, and who am I going to bet as it started to say? All right. That does it. Wait, I no, have a special. Two, I have two, a special. Two wait, special wait. first is Fortnite. Uh, uh, emote or, oh, yeah. No. Chuk, what's your special uh, Fortnite dance of the week? <laughs> the um, they just they did just release the WAP dance. No, the ba- baby. <laughs> uh, hitting the WAP, but. I think the big special this week in Fortnite is the release of several Marvel-themed skins. All the Marvel-themed skins you can think of. They're in the item shop now. Get them while they're hot. (laughs) All right, Robert. I have a special. You guys know what tomorrow is? The Masters. The Masters. Mom Day. It's going to be an epic year. It's happening in November this year. And I think there's going to be some people in the field who are going to try to disrupt the way that Augusta is played. Specifically Bryson DeChambeau. He's going to try to just bomb it as far as he can. I saw a thing the other day, or last night, saying what clubs he had into each green during his practice round, and it was pretty ridiculous how far he was hitting the ball. However, distance does not win at Augusta. It's always a guy who has the best putting, the best short game, Who's going to win? 
for that, DeChambeau's the favorite. But I actually am taking him to miss the cut at plus wow. 625. Ooh. That, that's the master's. I like that. <laughs> wow. All right. Thank you for coming me to another. Shut the fuck up. I'm doing the outro. <laughs> Thank you for coming to another episode of the Killer Bees podcast.